And we join on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ndozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello! I have been, I have been. Oh, what a shocker. Uh, it was, wasn't it? I didn't I see that one coming. Americans, Americans are terrible. They just build you up and then... Well, I don't think it's a bad thing in the case of Donald Trump, but that's just me. Let's move away from that and uh, stick to the uh, economics of it. Now, the Royal Dutch Shell PLC, um, they had a debt rating cut to its lowest since Standard & Poor's began coverage in 1990. And talk to us about that. What's going on there? To to cut a long story short, what is happening is that we have what we call credit rating. It's the same thing that uh, obviously we've come to get used to with the likes of ESCOM being downgraded uh, recently. So it becomes very difficult for them to source out uh, any other assets or loans from outside of the country. So it's the same thing that is happening now. And the, one of the biggest reasons that's been given, uh, the reason why they're struggling so much this is at the real debt shell is because of the fact that uh, the oil price has plummeted so terribly uh, over the recent months. And so that has created, unfortunately, an uncomfortable spot. And so yesterday, uh, last night, and also this morning, actually, uh, S&P uh, came out with that rating downgrade uh, all the way for, um, uh, to A-. A-. minus. So it was not great news. Uh, oil has fallen, so, you know, we know, by more than 70% since 2014. The slump accelerated, obviously, uh, by the uh, Saudis, uh, which led the organizations, um, OPAC, for example, also uh, uh, not budging from changing its prices. So that did, unfortunately, impact them. S&P is very, very difficult to improve in Sakina. Uh, they moved up after the ratings agency lowered again its 2016 oil price consumption. They, they, they forecast that uh, the price of oil might even, I couldn't believe this, might even break uh, the $15 a barrel uh, a mark. So it, it is quite interesting what S&P has to come out with, but it does affect a lot of energy companies. And I doubt, I doubt we'll, the, the, the first quarter will go past before we'll hear more bad news from the likes of uh, BP and Total. And at midnight tonight, can we expect any changes? At the pumps, I, that is. I, I, we know what's going to happen. We know that it's going up. Uh, and I explained it uh, to one of our listeners yesterday and last week as well to say that uh, the reason why we're going to see those pumps go up by seven cents is simply because the RAND's weakness has not been able to hold us up so that we can benefit from the uh, depreciation of the world price. So unfortunately, we'll see prices go up uh, uh, unless we are using paraffin to drive to work. <laughs> yeah, if only, if only it was even a choice, if only. But, um, you know, last week we spoke quite a bit about what's going on with Apple um, as the world's most valuable company. But now Google, they've come in and they've reported a profit and a sales that have actually topped estimates. And um, they may actually be in a position to replace Apple as the world's most yeah. valuable company. So, Kina, there's a company called Alphabet, which, which you and I spoke about, mm. I think it was uh, just around October last year, um, that obviously is now the mother to, to Google, as it were. And they've split the two businesses deliberately so that one deals more technically with uh, technology uh, and, uh, remember, artificial intelligence and all that and the things, the Internet of Things, as it were, the uh, fourth uh, 
um, a revolution, uh, industrial revolution. So this company is designed for that. While on the other side, Alphabet is doing more of the research work. But they, the Alphabet is the brainchild. It's where everything takes place. And so it, the results came out yesterday. It was actually quite phenomenal. The results reported that the first time under new structure that separates Google's main search and advertising operations from risk investments so that the fourth quarter last year of revenue, excluding sales passed obviously onto other partners, rose by 90% to $17.8 billion U.S. dollars. That exceeded analyst averages, Sakina, and that is what's exciting about this. Remember, we're not saying this is going to happen overnight. We're saying with regard to these profits and that they keep earning and earning and earning this alphabet, it seems that they're on track to overtake this beast of a company called Apple. And why do people believe in Alphabet much longer? It's because it's not just any simple technology company. It's a richest component of Google. And so their value is far more uh, legitimate or uh, more, more real uh, to individuals than, than Apple, which is mostly relying on sales and so forth and so on. So those things are critical for Kina. It's quite an interesting time to be living in that a company that is a research company, research company for technology, can do such exceptional work. And then, um, very interesting debate in Europe, uh, because the biggest exchange in Europe has warned uh, that a Brexit may spur a London exodus. Now, uh, this is about the British and, you know, that debate whether they should or shouldn't exit the EU. What, what is the UK trying to do? I don't understand. I, 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 why would you want to leave the Eurozone completely? Oh, it, it is it is so difficult. It seems like independent spirit is coming back again, you know, I mean, we remember what happened with the Scots last year where they voted mm. out not to be part of the UK. Uh, we know that um, uh, there are risks in doing it, uh, but also because the Brits have been able to sustain what we call the sterling as a currency, they've never really looked at themselves as part of the Eurozone. However, we know it comes to business, when it comes to markets, when it comes to uh, exchanges, when it comes to equity bonds and uh, 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 investments, they have been very much a strategic partner to the rest of the Eurozone. For them to say they want to uh, divide themselves or to be on the other side. By the way, David Cameron is going to be, uh, has announced already that this, there's going to be voting taking place in September.